on tonight's episode, I get a haircut. Steve talks about sperm, whales, and Casey wears a hood. My name's Nick, because I botched the intro. I'm Steve. And I'm Casey. I make fun of Nick for botching the intro. Hey, uh, Casey, what kind of hood are you wearing? The one time the hoodie, like, it's yeah. a, like I'm wearing a... No- I literally own one normal sweatshirt, and it's this one. Oh. <laughs> I, well, I lied. I got some Legion ones. I own very little. They yeah. all have hoods. It's yeah, the majority of the clothing you wear does have hoods. And even, like, your, what, jerseys? Jerseys don't have hoods. No, what what's the the red one there? Jersey. Oh, that's the the uh, the that one. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's a fake jersey sweater. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's the, yeah, yeah. Jerseys would be wild if they had hoods. Like every basketball player ever would have one because well, that way they don't have to have yeah. the stupid like towel sitting over their head. What yeah. blows my mind though, uh, I think it was last year for postseason for the tribe. Uh, all the teams had it, just different branding. Um, you could buy a hoodie, a quarter sleeve hoodie. I do like those. More expensive than the normal hoodie. Yeah, it's yeah. fancier. It's, it's just, like, it just blew my mind. I'm like, I get less material and I have to pay more. Yeah, welcome to being a guy. We don't yeah. think about that, but girls have yeah. paid. You could get a $40 full pair of jeans or a $60 pair of jeans that don't have knees. Yes. That was like the oldest joke ever. Yeah. I remember doing all the time, like, you're paying more money for less fabric. What's fashion? Is it cool? Take a knife to it then. Like, what are you doing? And busy. then we had, of course, those jeans or pants, not jeans, but the uh, cargo pants that had the zip off uh, oh, calves. <laughs> <laughs> Why does go away? I wonder. I, they still exist. Yeah. Um, They're not nearly as popular. No. I think there's like maybe a company making them, but they yeah. definitely exist. Are they in the same category as like tearaway pants? I would call them convertibles. the only problem with those is that if you're like not like a day like today because it's not that warm out it's not warm out at all um i'm gonna disagree but i'm canadian (laughs) if the sun's if you're in the sun it was it was nice yeah but on like a day when it's in the morning 60 degrees and like cool evening 75 and you know humid you're gonna want to wear shorts but the problem is you got to take your shoes off to get those damn Oh yeah, legs, leg sleeves off. So that's where the tearaway pants are superior, or just wear shorts. I don't, I don't get what we're going for here. I don't either. I, don't I wear shorts in the winter because I, I, you you wear. Yeah. I, this is the, I hate, I hate this argument, and it's yeah. mostly my my mother, every mother ever, and my wife, and every wife ever. How are you wearing it? It's snowing outside because the heater's on at the place we're going. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't care. If I'm cold for the 10 seconds it takes for the car to warm up, it's literally about the end goal. I would yeah, rather be uncomfortable it, for a very short amount of time than sitting and playing Warhammer 40K for eight hours in full jeans. But the funny part problem. is they'll, they, they'll waive that logic for you to get ready to take a plane down to Florida. Where they're like, yeah, just wear the shorts just so you're ready when we land. Oh, uh, Even though it's like snowing here in Ohio. I've always hated just traveling in general with a coat. Yeah. yeah, like even when I was like, I in, hate layers. When, so. Yeah, <laughs> when I was installing, I would still I would pack the coat in the suitcase because I was like, I'm not going to hold this thing. I don't need to take up space. Mm-hmm. It's a waste. Yep, yep. I will suffer for the 10 minute walk through the parking garage, mm-hmm. and life will be fine. Yeah. 
So I uh, I blew Nick's brain earlier this I'm glad week. Glad you said brain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I blew Nick earlier. <laughs> Having to do with sperm whales. <laughs> Ooh, that's a good point. <laughs> No, uh, we were we were talking. Uh, we have a listener request to talk about. Well, I got I got two oh, that, that could be your... combined for a community. Segment. I'm sorry. Hold on, right hold on. It. We have listener requests. Yes. yes, and none of you can still send me a goddamn email. I've been asking for for a freaking year. <laughs> send me an email. So she's been long <laughs> Wait, time. Are you asking me to send your? No, email? the listener. <laughs> <laughs> DM me on Instagram. Yeah. I will respond with my one post a month. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> DM Steve. He'll respond it. with whatever meme is at the top of his uh, photo gallery. Please, no, no, no I will not. <laughs> <laughs> you will be getting some very depressing memes. <laughs> um, so, longtime listener, she's doing like a month catch up because she's like a little bit behind. But, anyways, I'm more surprised that we have a longtime listener that's not Meredith. Yes, she has competition. <laughs> Who is this? Uh, you haven't met her. If we ever do okay. call-ins with our yeah. listeners, we could have them say, first time, long time. <laughs> so we're talking at work, and I can't remember the exact setup, but she states that whales scare her, or she's terrified of whales. I'm like, yeah, that whale on human violence is pretty bad. And she's like, yeah, that's an issue we need to talk more about, these, <laughs> this whale on human violence. I'm like, yeah, it sucks when the whales just come up on shore and just blight us with their glocks. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, I I did let Nick know that well sperm whales can basically eradicate a human being if we get caught in their in their most uh, whales can eradicate a human being well yes <laughs> but I'm just saying with sound I'm yeah pre- I'm pretty sure a blue whale there's been a whole lot of reasons why SeaWorld isn't supposed to exist anymore because those whales got pissed. Yeah. <laughs> what was that voice? That's, that's, that well, feels like a yes, but also no. Well, because there's a lot of weird recorded evidence of whales not necessarily going out of their way to protect humans in the ocean, but they will legit protect humans in the ocean unless we're being dicks to said whales, at which point they will uh, yeah. slap you with a tail and you'll be just limbs in the ocean. <laughs> That's our that's our new platform, the sinkhole. Don't be dicks to whales. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Seriously. Um, is but there I a was, whale cryptid? Uh, uh, there probably is. I don't want to know it. No, that cryptid is not allowed. Yeah. <laughs> We're whale friendly on this show, Nick. <laughs> um, but so I, I was, when Nick was telling me this, I was like, I had that same reaction. I'm like, well, that doesn't really happen all that often. And when it does, like, it's, I don't know, whales don't have IDs to like purchase Glocks. So. Oh, that's what was hurting. Uh, Sometimes you guys say stuff. That right? I just want to hit you in the head. But, but no, what I what I let Nick know is that uh, sperm whales, when they're using their uh, their echolocation and sonar, it is at a loud enough decibel that because of how waves or sound waves travel through water, would kill a human instantly through an aneurysm. Yep, that sounds cool. Yes, um, and then you know I also informed Nick that. That is incredibly rare for a human to be caught in that because sperm whales generally tend to be in deep cold water or straight open ocean. And when they are in the warm water, they're usually breeding season. They're with their calves, and uh, it's pretty much advised don't go near them. You have so much <laughs> random ass knowledge no. about wet things yes. and scaly things. It's a little terrifying, isn't it? That it's like. 
for funsies, like yes. not a profession thing. It's oh, yeah. just no, like, this is fun. Uh, right now, I am hooked on a show on uh, on Disney Plus. Probably the only thing worth watching on Disney Plus outside of yeah, actually, it's the only thing worth having. Bad Disney Batch. Plus. Bad Batch is awesome. That's not the show. Omega. But it's not. But it's not Disney Plus. Is all I'm saying. Yeah. You said nothing else than Disney Plus is worth watching. That's correct. I'm playing devil's advocate today. I know. I'm in a good mood. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying you haven't been in a good mood previous episodes? Not the past couple. I've been tired, dude. Oh, yeah. I'm so freaking Actually, overworked right now. Yeah. I'm like falling it's, apart. It's generally the tired. Uh, it's, yeah, it's mostly me. But uh, they have a program that is uh, uh, it's a behind the scenes of the animal kingdom in uh, Disney oh. World. And when I say behind the scenes, it's not just a, oh, hey, here's how we feed the elephants. Oh, no, it's behind the scenes. Uh, that sounded gross. It is. Sexual. Is it's it in the both. Net I'm Geo sorry. <laughs> what? Is it in the Nat Geo section? Nope. Probably just be under Disney if it's one of their parks. Yeah. yeah that's, I, I, just... I think it might be in the Nat Geo section, but it's like, it's yeah. one of those like hybrid programs where it's not Nat Geo, but it's yeah, going it's straight Disney. Disney. Does that magazine still exist? I think so. National Geographic, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think it mainly exists to keep you know photographers paid or <laughs> employed. Money's dude. Um, but highly recommend people check it out. It's a really fascinating look at, uh, like I said, behind the scenes of a zoo and with no holds barred. Um, there's one that might be the only time I've ever freaked out at seeing any type of like medical procedure. And it was a, uh, a, a, a manatee that had a cyst. Dr. Pimple Popper, Animal Edition. Uh, yeah. Oh, that sounds gross. Oh, I. Um, it's the only time I've ever actually gagged watching something like that. Oh, God. <laughs> all you hear is. Oh, you hear that you, it, they have one, all the. Uh, everybody, are, you know, like all the, the uh, zoologists and, you know, uh, veterinary staff are all wearing like hockey helmets <laughs> in wetsuits. It's the funniest thing. It's like one of those things where it's like, okay, I'm sorry. Have you ever seen a manatee out of water? Not going to do it. Fuck. Pardon. <laughs> Manatees not going to do anything in water. They're big. They're blimps. Sea cow. Yeah. They're, they're, they're the Hindenburg in water. They're going to uh, kill themselves the, first. Is the bigger fear of popping said system that. You don't want to get that stuff in your mouth. Okay. Right. Right. But I'm just thinking. No, no, no. Not, not hockey mask. mask. No, no, no. The helmets that, like, the forwards wear. Oh, okay. <laughs> so they just, they're wearing wetsuits and these helmets. It's the dumbest look, and I absolutely love it. But so uh, one of the veterinarians stops, he, you know, he takes his little needle, sticks it in, draws some blood, and he's like, he's looking at it, he's like, yeah, there's a lot of pus in that. So, And he's like, I'm going to pull this out, and he looks directly at one of the cameramen. He's like, you're in the splash zone. <laughs> And the cameraman, you 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 see the other cameraman like it's all like just yeah. like like a quick like cut over like what, <laughs> and you see him go three two one pulls out, it's a stream that goes like eighteen feet of just liquid flowing out of the back I'm of this glad manatee. You said liquid <clears throat> and did not go into further detail. No, I'm not gonna. But <laughs> I'm <laughs> I'm walking by the TV and Vex, vomiting as I walk. <laughs> yeah. I literally like splash zone and look, and I'm like, oh! <laughs> that comes out of the bedroom and goes, what's the matter? I'm like, you gotta see this. She's like, no, not with that reaction. I don't. 
And I'm like, I gotta rewind this to see it again. And I'm watching. I'm like, oh, again. Oh, <laughs> no, he's, it's gonna happen. But you're in the splash zone. <laughs> God, that's disgusting. Uh, <laughs> it's so good. I highly recommend everybody that's listening that has Disney Plus. Don't do watch it. the show. It's a great, fascinating show. There's a weird woman who's obsessed with breeding aardvarks in it that gets way too into it. And, like, they introduce a male and female aardvark that have never, they like, literally introduce them. You see them meet the first time in their pen. And she plays Kenny G? No. No. She literally walks in. They go into, a, like, their little, like, hidey hole thing, lifts the top and goes, what are you guys doing? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and then, like, it's like, lady, leave them be. They're aardvarks. They're weird pig anteaters. Let them be. They like digging in dirt. They're gonna breed at some point. It's okay. Um, yeah, fascinating show. Eleven out of ten. I'm, what is it called? I literally think it's called Behind the Scenes Disney's Animal Kingdom. Okay. Watch it. It's amazing. The first episode shows them try and get a giraffe to uh, put its left hoof up on a box. It takes them eight and a half hours. Hmm. <laughs> And it's the funniest thing ever because the draft just keeps putting its head around going, nope. <laughs> and they keep enticing it out with more and more food. And then finally it comes out and they're like, just give me your fucking. <laughs> you guys uh, remember Zoo Books? Zooks? Yes. I'm sorry, Zooks? You've never seen that, that video? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's an old, like, YouTube poop. Oh. <laughs> just Zooks. <laughs> and Zaboomafu? It, it, Zaboomafu was dope. Yeah, he was awesome. With the Corwins, yeah. right? Corwins? Yeah. Corwin brothers? No, the Kratz. Cor- Jeff Corwin was an individual person. Oh. Then there were the Krat brothers. Yeah, okay, that's what I'm thinking. That of. had Zabuma food. Apparently, mm-hmm. what's his butt? Um, Stephen Irwin's family's new show that his kids are doing is, like, great. It is. Mm. It's I another one where it's, it. it's behind, you know, kind of like this, but uh, that's on, I think, Discovery Plus. Probably. All of it is. Um, it's it. worth watching, but the just watching Robert is insane how much he is like his dad hmm. without trying. Yeah, it's the worst. Right? It's so hard to watch sometimes. It's, I try being it. Well, yeah. I literally had two people yesterday go, oh, he's so Kenny, and I just went, God damn. <laughs> <laughs> I know! <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, uh... Whale on human violence, we need to address it, but at the same time, human on whale violence, I think, might be worse and should be addressed more often. <laughs> All I know is whenever we make merch, the first thing is going to be whale on human violence. <laughs> Followed by Splash Zone. Just that. Splash Zone. And that's on the back. That's yeah, the yeah back. there you go. <laughs> the back text You're in the Splash, splash Zone. zone. <laughs> You're in the Splash Zone. Uh, so the other community segment I have from Matt. Oh, God, I don't know where we're going with this. I'm a little nervous. So we were talking about Splash names Splash. of streets, counties, cities oh, yes. in Ohio and, like, the history of where they, like, came from. Okay. Or, like, how it came to be. So his question was, what do you guys think street names, county names, city names would be nowadays if, say, we found another continent and started populating it? With today's like terminology, oh, like like I'm just Yeet gonna throw, Street, okay. yeah. So okay, because like there's Starbase Texas happening, 
And then there's that, uh, there's what is it, Facebook Nevada? Yeah, whatever space, it is. SpaceX wants to make a headquarters, and they want to call it Spit Starbase Texas. They, like, bought the equivalent. Isn't it the equivalent of, like, a county? Or yeah. Like that? Yeah, they bought, like, a, a, a chunk of Texas, and they're just going to rename it to Starbase Texas. I hate and love the world. <laughs> right? So that's what we're going to talk about is whether or not, like, what, what stupid names would. TikTok modern- Boulevard. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to be real. Yeah. I don't think it would change. No? No. Counties think, might. Streets will never change. I think True. it's true. Streets, there's first. always going to be an MLK. There's always going to be a first. There's always going to be an orange. You're going to see all of those in a row. You're going to see all of those. You're going to get everything that is involved in American history, like states. I don't think streets are going to change. Yeah. Well, um, I think there's going to be, like, Kardashian way. You know, you're going to have. No, because, you know, you know. Here's why I don't think that'll work. If you put that in this city. No one no would live there. there. Right. <laughs> like, well, I don't. Well, that's, I mean, we're talking like if blank slate, you know, based off today's They culture, better be paying freaking money to get that street named after them. That Welcome to ad sponsorship. What's his name has? Oh, uh, no, doesn't uh, uh, Dave Grohl have a street named after him? And uh, Oh, because it's, okay. If uh, the city that you're from wants to honor you, that's a little <laughs> bit of a difference, not just like. What if it's a random city in, like, Germany that has Frank Zappa Boulevard? Hell yeah, why not? <laughs> Or like zap away, and it's like, wait, he's not from. Okay, <laughs> Yankovic roundabout. <laughs> Actually, that could work. That, that would work. That'd be great. Um, city names eventually. I mean, city names now are dumb. Like, I don't know how we figured out the names that we have. Most of them are named after people. People. Some are named after old European cities and so towns. One of them, or is it Firelands? That's actually based off of a event in Connecticut where the farmland got burnt and all those people from Connecticut moved out here or they were like given that as payment and that's why it's called the Firelands too. At least that's what I remember. That's as cool. And that feels, I, that mean, feel, I mean, that's, if that's not that, real, yeah. damn. Considering that Firelands is like a, an agricultural region right. and not just this, the town, I think it's a township or town. I think township. It's My, not just that small little town. Mm-hmm. My favorite. Like, I love the ones that are just so, no thought went into it. Portland. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's port in land. That's um, cool. My favorite one, Salt Lake too. City. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, what's there? There's a Salt Lake. And Jesus said me and my seven wives should live here. Uh, Salt Lake City. I enjoy where it's, um, I'm going to, uh, yep, Milan, Milan. Milan? Yeah. It's like, there's different ways to pronounce that. Yeah. Yeah. Where you're from? Louisiana is technically Louisiana. Nor Narlands. 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 N a w l a n s. Um, both Amherst and Menor do not have a T. Menor. Oh, Amherst. oh, yeah, we're yeah, talking. Yeah, I was like, I was like, yeah. wait, yeah, they do, and then went, oh, uh, you made yeah. the way you're talking. Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, that's more just Ohio. Well, that's when you get. Yeah. So that's when you get even weirder stuff. Like, if you n o r f o l k. Norfolk. 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 But what? Because it was from people in Appalachia that settled yeah. in Virginia. Yeah. They called it Norfolk, but it's Norfolk. That's how you know who the tourists are and yeah. who actually lives there. Yeah. Is we go, hey, where Why are we going to Norfolk? Hell and they go, was no, I going to Norfolk. Norwalk. I don't know because I was definitely an F in there. Yeah, yeah I'm like sitting so there like, there's no people from Appalachia <laughs> up in Norwalk. <laughs> That's like probably my favorite thing Topic about isn't that. About whales, Steve. Not interested. Is like when you when they went. People who 
obviously Williamsburg being yeah. like that history, mm-hmm. trying to figure out how they talked. Mm-hmm. No one understood a word anybody says we have made it yeah. eloquent because we have to. Yeah. But like everyone, they think that it was some really weird form of like Appalachian like mumble talking because yeah. they didn't know what to do. I like, would assume it would be like Which that, is just so funny. That uh, not Victorian English, but uh, oh, I forget what the dialect is called. Uh, that English dialect that's before the Victorian era where it was the overly pronounced. Mm-hmm. Um, I would definitely kind of like how the... What is it? That, it's not actually called Creole, right? That, Creole language? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. I was just making sure I'm like not saying a race of people. No, no. That's, it's, okay, I yeah. think it's both, but it yeah. is yeah, Creole language is what they say. Um, you know, kind of like that or like the Cajun, you know, you know, French and English combined yeah. that's also incredibly British. <laughs> I, I, the world's a weird place. If you took modern, like even us three, and you threw us back to 1776, we would have a hard time adjusting. I wouldn't say maybe harder. I might be overselling that. To what? That. Hold on. <laughs> to, to English speakers. Oh, no, we would. Oh, yeah. yeah. We would. We'd sound either. That's why everything was written yeah. super nicely, because yep. we would either sound no... incredibly slow yeah. or super fast. Yes. Oh, I'm pretty sure how we would speak, I, we yeah, would I be don't, I super think, fast. I think we're fast. I wish, I'll have to talk to Robert about it. There was, like, a, a big wasn't William and Mary. It might've been a couple of colleges that like went in on trying to do research and how it would have been finding like the families that never left the area and like, mm-hmm. Hey, do you have stuff of your grandparents and blah, blah, blah. And like tried to keep tracing it back. Yeah. And then a computer finished what they mm-hmm. thought. It was pretty wild. Hmm. It was pretty wild. I want to bring back the North Atlantic dialect. Which, what was that? That's the, uh, when you listen or watch, uh, you know, radio shows from the twenties, thirties and forties and, and oh. movies. It's the like overly pronounced. Hey, see what are you doing? See, yeah. oh, I, love I, it. I can picture. Yeah, like, it, it, we're going yeah. to New York. We're going to the Big Apple. Um, 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 and I think it's. I think if I'm not mistaken, that was only invented for radio and television or radio yeah. and movies because of the fact that sound quality was so know, bad. This, yeah. Also, it's like way more oh. engaging. Then why did every gangster get stuck with it? Like to this day. Shang. Because it's like that's like, like, it's really, it's bringing out <laughs> when you say stuff like I wouldn't have thought that because the first thing that comes to mind is like Boston and New York yeah. gang and Chicago gang movies before like movies in general. Yeah. But like, go but back it makes and, sense. Like, like I just listen to Humphrey Bogart talk in interviews and how he talks in movies and it's completely he doesn't have that dialect. I want to go back to like when men dress good. Yeah. Yeah. Like suit all time hat, life was good. Like go to a b- baseball game in a three piece. Yeah, suit that'd be freaking dope. Bowler and a cane and a cigar. Not people. Hey, Dolans, let us smoke cigars. <laughs> <laughs> Not people wear their pants on the ground. And old men singing about it on. Well, they got that their caps Idol. backwards and there's oh, the jerseys untucked. Now they got a guy on second. I don't like in extra innings. What the. F- Tuck, tucked in jerseys is just terrible. Yeah, it looks so, <laughs> so bad. bad. Unless you're in uniform, it. like with the actual pants for it, it's not good. It's not good. And even then, you got to order it like 13 sizes too big because your arm moves so much, and your thing pops out, and it's like, Ugh. <laughs> and your little thing pops out. <laughs> the only reason the, I did, the, I like the way the hockey does it is, which usually it's the, some people, it's either it's out. It's double in, yep. Or whatever side you you shoot on, they tuck that bit in, so when they go backwards, their hand doesn't get caught. Yep. 
That's smart. It's brilliant. That's why I like the uh, the sleeveless jerseys for baseball. Yeah, the vest style. Oh, oh yeah, those are cool. Yeah. What? There's only two teams that have that anymore: the Reds and I think the Mariners. Definitely the Reds. I don't know about the Mariners. I know they used to. I feel like there's someone else. I don't remember who I saw. I know there was a couple teams in the past like four or five years that were trying to do them as like alternates. And was it the Padres? I feel like they would have tried. Not the Dodgers, definitely not that. No, man. But yeah, man. I want every team to have that. Yankees still have a stupid jersey. I don't care what anyone says. Oh, they always have the pinstripes. Is dumb AF with no name. I don't know your players. Yeah, I'm not I, smart I, enough I, to look at your roster, even though I know the, the Red entire Sox, roster. Like, shut the. F- <laughs> <laughs> the best part is you all can't see Nick as he smiles afterwards <laughs> to stop himself from saying the I word. I did it. <laughs> I did it, guys. I'm so good. <laughs> so, uh, oh, uh, Toronto. Toronto has vest yes. jerseys. Yes, they do. Mm. Tell me a minute. We got Back there. when the, we in got the old uh, the Roy Halliday. Uh, Days. Days. Holiday Day days. days. These are the days of our lives. Uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame announced their inductees. <sighs> Thoughts? I just uh, want to talk about this because Steve has a thing about it. Yeah, so honestly. We'll get to video games eventually, people who some, normally tune At in. some point. Honestly, don't really care. I'm. It just impresses me that... Uh, Tina Turner, this is her first time in, I think? No. Yeah. No, was she in with uh, uh, Ike? She may have gotten through in first ballot, if that's what you mean. No, I mean, like, her first time being inducted into the Hall of Fame. Maybe. Oh, yes. I thought you meant this was her first time on the ballot. No, no. That's what, like, it's like, wait, how the hell did it take that long? <laughs> Carol King. How the hell did I, I it take? I don't know what that body language is. Because Green Day got in their oh. first time on the ballot, and they suck butt. Like, okay, so so oh. so this is this is where where I have the biggest issues, and you know, the, the, this is a very old, tired rant that I'm going to do that everybody has already had on their own that gives a shit about All right, music and audio. Two X speed, no. <laughs> um, so the Rock Hall has its set requirements for eligibility. Mm-hmm. I believe it has to be 25 years from the uh, your first. Uh, official recorded release album or, you know, album, or I think even uh, L, like just LP. Hmm. Um, you have to be culturally significant. Mm-hmm. And I forget the other one. Um, I, I don't remember. Wasn't it, or am I thinking of the old one where it's like slightly genre locking? Cause didn't they block out? Um, they used to genre lock. Prog- who was the prog rock champs? Rush. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, they were blocking Rush as long as they well, could. Well, there's, there's specific genres where they just do not give a shit. Yeah. And so uh, I have so many complaints and gripes about orders of things because it's like, oh, okay. So Nirvana, when they mm-hmm. got in, what, I think four years ago now or three years ago, four or five, whatever it is, they got in their first year of eligibility. Mm-hmm. When you look at it, their first album didn't come out until I think 19. 19- 1991. Okay. Artists are eligible for the Hall 26 years okay. after the release of their first recording. Yep. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame Foundation is in charge of coming up with the official list of candidates uh, that the nominating committee considers each year. Since no official list has been released from the foundation, the dates are compiled with various sources. That's it? Yep. 
Literally all that matters is your 26 years. Yep. Artist eligibility dates were previously listed based on 25 years since their first recording, but are not listed as 26 to match the Hall of Fame's induction system. So that's mm. it. That is okay. all that matters. So because <laughs> they wanted to make it easier on themselves. Yeah. Well, so and and so other than that, there's no real rhyme or reason other than yeah, we like this group, yeah. but we don't like this one. So when Nirvana got in, you look at other bands that were eligible that were more influential into getting Nirvana to where they were, you know, in Mm -hmm. terms of popularity based off of, you know, basically creating the grunge scene. Nirvana just made it commercially viable. And even then didn't really, they also killed it. Yeah. So you got Soundgarden, whose first actual commercial release was 1986. The year that they technically formed. It's the same. That was Chris Cornell, right? Yeah. Yeah. I believe that's the same year that Metallica had their first release. Yeah. Metallica got in first first ballot. They were one of the first metal bands outside of, I think, Iron Maiden. They were not first ballot. Or not Iron Maiden. They weren't? The only person to get in on the first ballot is Green Day. No one else was on their first year of eligibility got in on their first year. That's why it's double aggravating. Yeah, that that actually pisses me off even more now. Um, But so you got... you would think you'd have to be culturally significant or just do something for the music scene. Yes. Like, what did you do that was revolutionary or did something or made something change? And just, just a bunch that just really... No, happened. no, they revolutionized how to sell out. I mean, Nickelback's not in there yet. But it's not been 26 years. That's a good question. I'm not going to look it up because I don't want my eyes. <laughs> I, I think, I I look think up technically they're... Well, the biggest... The big... Um, I'll put it this way. The big... Uh, like, not legitim- legitimacy test for the Varakal because there is no legitimacy to them. But uh, the big one that's going to be coming up, I think, in the next two years is going to be Slipknot. If Slipknot, even though, you know, first ballot doesn't really happen other than for fucking Green Day for whatever reason, um, because they had an album called Dookie that came out in, what, 1994? It's not good. Yeah. And, you know, da-da, you gotta do it. And they they wrote a they wrote a rock opera or two. Um, Nickelback's first album was ninety six. Oh, yeah. So next year they're eligible. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's the same year with Slipknot. If Nickelback gets in <laughs> over Slipknot, Nickelback will never make. We're it. gonna burn down. Well, no, the rock Nickelback will just make kidding. It that is a joke. Them. No, because there's gonna be a meme campaign no. to put them across. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Bodie McBoatface. Doesn't matter. That is my evidence. Streety McStreetface. <laughs> here's, here's, here's the difference. There's still a board yeah. that yeah. still has say over everything oh, before yeah. well, so, it goes public. So like, the board itself, actually, you know, some of them have been interviewed and said that they don't even know half the bands that, that come up for eligibility. They've, like, they've gone on record saying we've never heard of them, never heard of any of their music. That's terrible. Why are you on this board? You know, and like, I think with Rush, the reason why that took so long. Sponsorship. Yeah. Was because they sat there and said, "Well, never really liked their music." Which is so ridiculous. Like, regar- not- regardless of what your personal preference is, <laughs> yeah. If you're going to be on this on this kind of a board, it's the same issue with the MPAA. Mm-hmm. Like, people on the MPAA mm-hmm. should not be on the MPAA. Like, yep. they are too biased. Yep. People who are on the Rock Hall board are just too biased. Like, you need to be looking at this. Cool. You get on the document. You get on the dock at 25 now, 26. Whenever the change happened yep. in the past couple of years, what has these bands done? that in some way, shape, or form has revolutionized, let's call it what it is, the music industry. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be rock and roll anymore. Yeah. As case in point, just so many not 
rock and roll people keep getting in. Yep. But the point is, like, does Biggie deserve to be in? A hundred percent. He did things yes. that changed the industry. The fact that Kraftwerk got in now when they literally invented using synthesizers and programming music. Yep. They just got in, and they're on the ballot for like the past 10 years or something stupid like that. They finally made it in. But Green Day, that didn't revolutionize shit, gets in on their first ballot. No, no, no. They did revolutionize one thing. Making terrible two-minute, 30-second pop punk songs. <laughs> oh, no. Hell, Blink-182, uh, I would say, is more influential oh, they are, than 100%. Green Day. I, th- um, I think um, they're more... Um, that's a great sh- question. I'd want to know who was pop punk first. What was... Um, I think... Green Day technically was. Huh? What was what was the one band member that left and formed something magic? What? No. Angels and Airwaves? Angels, Angels and Airwaves. There we go. What, am, yeah, I of, what, yeah. am I thinking of a song? There is a song called Magic, yeah. Yeah, okay. There we go. I was just combining uh, everything together. Where were you going with this? Either way, I'd say they're more influential <laughs> than Green Day. Uh, I might be pushing that one, You're but pushing still. it. He, like, the the thing that Angels and Airways did was they made crazy. They took the rock ballad idea mm-hmm. and turned it into movies. Uh, like they made music that was that he could turn into these movies. Yeah, um, and they got a new album coming out, and I'm freaking hyped. Really, I, I didn't know they were still a thing. Yeah, they just announced the new ones coming out. Wow. I love AVA. Wow, I've seen them a couple times. I wonder when uh, MGMT would be eligible. Probably um, not for another four years. My guess is they will never get in. Uh, oh, yeah, I wouldn't think they'd get in. You want to know why? Why? Because according to the... Oh, Pumped Up Kicks? Or was that a different band? That's... Uh, that's Foster the People. Oh, okay. Um, now, MGMT started... The, the two guys of MGMT literally started their group to sell out. That's why they don't make music anymore. <laughs> I mean, they still might release a song here and there, but yeah. they literally created... Uh, uh, Kids, um, Electric Feel, and what was the other big hit off that first el- album they had? I don't remember. Um, they they literally tried to make the most generic, uh, like mm-hmm. music, f- like Feels yeah, music. meme song kind of thing. Yeah, that they could get out there on every touch. You could be on a dance track. It could be on you know alternative. It could be on this. Where the hell's not in there yet? That's a crime yeah. against humanity. And he actually has done like yep. a stupid amount. Oh, he's of another one that I industry. think he will get in because of fan petition. Yeah, he, uh, he what? He essentially pioneered the parody music, right? Yeah, he, yeah. he didn't just pioneer it; he made it commercial. Yeah, and then you could even you could go as far to say that when you have you know Michael Jackson saying yes, mm-hmm. do whatever songs you want, even like Kurt Cobain, so like so many artists were actually honored if yeah. he parodied them or even used them in his in his polkas which in turn he commercialized polka maybe not maybe uh, the flash he, in the pan he made he 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 made polka m- more mainstream digestible it could get it got on normal radio yeah. you didn't have to be like a polka fan yeah he definitely um, has. when is crash test dummies going to get in oh my god god i need uh, uh, uh. i just want Weezer in just to say that they're finally in Oh, that would be, that'd be a while. Really doesn't matter. Not, no, no, ninety-two. Oh, they they're technically, so they're, I think are they're they wait, eligible they, now? I lied. They formed the ninety-two. Their first release was ninety-four. So yes, yeah, they would be yeah. okay. But yeah, so that's what kills me with this is that you get they say that it's about oh we take into a bunch of factors about what they did for the music and it's like 
Oh, cool. So you're saying that Nirvana for pioneering the grunge sound. They didn't pioneer shit. <laughs> and I love Nirvana, but they didn't pioneer shit other than sadness and heroin. Was Smashing Pumpkins before them, or were they around the same time? They were around the same time. Same time. Yeah, okay. um, no, the actually, the, the there were three bands that had, uh, well, four technically, that were more had more com- commercial play in the grunge scene before Nirvana even was a thing, or... Actually recorded an album. Mm-hmm. Uh, Soundgarden, Melvin's, uh, uh, Melvin's uh, gosh, Screaming Trees, and uh, Alice in Chains. Mm. Soundgarden had released three freaking albums before Nirvana even. Alice had... in Chains is considered grunge. Yeah, yeah. I, I you could mm. I could see that how that's borderline... like the the, the, the pre or proto yeah. grunge. And if it wasn't for Soundgarden, there wouldn't be Pearl Jam. And yeah. Pearl Jam's going to get in next year. I was about I to say, I was about to segue into Pearl Jam. And, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, oh, cool. So they're not going to touch Temple of the Dog, which was Chris Cornell with Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Playing bass. Yep. All right. I think Chris Cornell created the best Bond theme song. And that Chris Cornell get... makes great trash skirts. Yes. He does. Okay. It's like literally his. No, I'm thinking Billy Corgan. Yeah, you're thinking I'm Billy sorry. <laughs> I was going to say, uh, Chris is going to get there. So, had to get me there. Had to get me there. Hold on. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so it's one of those things where you just sit there going like, okay, what the hell? Like, where do they come up with this crap? And it's like, oh, cool. LL Cool J got in this year. That's awesome. So explain like the logic of why they're going outside of rock and roll. They always Because have. technically, well. Even from the beginning? Yeah. Technically, everything's rock and roll. Yeah. Also by definition. Interesting. Rock and roll is technically bl- hard blues. If yep. you're going to get actually Ooh, technical with that it. Is, that is the origin. Which actually also brings up the one, I have a list of criticisms. They're, they're, if you go to the Rock Hall's Wikipedia page, the largest section is criticisms. <laughs> <laughs> and it's the funniest thing because I think it's, uh, is it Rick Nielsen from uh, Cheap Tricks? It was like, yeah, they charge us, they want us to pay too much even though we're the ones being inducted. Yeah. <laughs> you know, for, to, for tickets to the event to invite family yeah. and friends and stuff. They're like, no, you got to pay full price like everybody else. So then they they don't get inducted because they don't want to pay. Sometimes that's no, they, they just don't show up. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> I, I wasn't sure if I was misinterpreting no, what Steve was saying. Is where uh, it's like, yeah, if you don't pay for there these was a tickets, lot. There was a. I want to. I want to say it was the Kurt Cobain. It was the Nirvana year where a bunch of them were like, we're not. Yeah, I think it was uh, Converse yeah. Nova Selig was like, <laughs> I don't have that money. Like Didn't, I'm not paying that. Yeah. Didn't the basis in Nirvana go on to be like a mayor? Yeah, that's. Curse Novoselic. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he went on to... And then I He think, was a mayor or ran for... He was a state senator for Washington for a couple of years. I didn't think. the same thing happen with Wedge and Tilly's? The, 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 the X-Wing pilot? Yeah. Wait, Wedge and Tilly's after the Battle of... No, Ed no, Lord? the actor who plays <laughs> oh. Wedge and Tilly's. Sorry for uh, taking that at face value. <laughs> Maybe. I was like, Cindy, <laughs> like, we're going to keep vamping if you didn't say something. <laughs> I'm sitting here thinking, it's like, okay, nerd. Like, I know lore, but what the hell are you talking about? Which obscure EU so book ready. is this in? Evan, which book was yeah, it? I, I was, need to know. I was so ready to keep going back and did, forth. Did you... Were, did, I know you were busy, but were you able to watch any of the Red Letter Media Star Star Trek trivia <laughs> video that I no. shared. Okay. Um, Mike is hardcore into Star Trek. Jay has no idea really what's on with Star Trek. And there was the lightning round where when Rich 
barely even finished the answer, Mike would slap the buzzard, and Rich would just say, correct, because, like, how good Mike was doing. But, uh, yeah, it kind of felt briefly like that of Rich would ask some question. I'm like, what the hell's going on in Star Trek? And Mike just rattled it off. Star like, Trek's wild, man. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Anyways. Um, yeah. No, this is the best quote. Uh <laughs> Velvet Underground drummer Maureen Tucker has dismissed the Hall of Fame as the Hall of Lame. <laughs> got him. And then two years later, they got inducted. <laughs> well, yeah, it's happened more than I know. They're not, definitely not the first people. I think the Sex that. Pistols that happened with were, I think it was uh, Johnny Rotten was like, yeah, don't ever induct us in. Please don't. I don't want, I'm not going to show up. Don't I feel do like it. Don't that do was it. A thing. I know that was, I was a big thing with like, um, even Dave Grohl when Nirvana's in, he's like, mm-hmm. he wouldn't have wanted this. No. Like everything that they were was don't put me in here. Yep. He's like, I get it, but no. Yep. So it'll be interesting to see what comments he makes then for this year. Cause like Foo Fighters, in my opinion, deserve to be in there. Oh, I agree. Yeah. I mean, to an extent, I, I personally think that it's like, if you're an actual band still recording today mm-hmm. and not over a certain milestone of like having been performing for 40 plus years rolling stones are it basically well not really there's a lot of them but you know mm-hmm. uh, you don't get in yet i you know i i do there's there's I plenty of older that. acts that are more deserving that it's you sit there looking at like you know like craft work what the hell is tool in no they probably no. aren't eligible yet I don't. Uh, did Nine Inch Nails get inducted? I forget. Yes, yeah. two or three years ago. Where I, it's like I it's feel. one where it's like okay, that's deserving to be, and it's like do they need to be in there now. No, yeah. they should be when what's right. But I know probably why they're trying to mix it up. They try to get young people in exactly. And, you know, oh, um, last year that was last year. Oh, what the hell? Why'd they do that in twenty? Damn it! <laughs> when we can't even have fun with it. <laughs> damn it. Uh. Last year's was actually really good. I know. Like, re-looking at it, Doobie Brothers, Whitney Houston, Depeche Mode, T-Rex, Nine Inch Nails, Notorious B.I.G., Irving Azoff, and John Landau. Like, 2020 was a freaking legit year, dude. (laughs) I just love that they have Nine Inch Nails and uh, Depeche Mode, where it's like Depeche Mode, I think, if I'm not mistaken, you could almost claim as an inspiration for Nine Inch Nails. Oh, for sure. For sure. (laughs) That's cool, then, that they got in together. Yeah, I'm excited that Billy Preston made it, even though neither of you two know who Billy Preston is. He was the guy. He's a great pianist. Like, black kid out of nowhere, giant band. He was freaking awesome. Hmm. Nothing for nothing is was his yes. big song. Yes, yes, yes. When when would Lincoln Park be an option? Uh, when do they start? Early nineties. Well, that's what I'm saying. Maybe you're yeah. talking to the most like musically illiterate person. Well, that's not accurate. Uh, but out of the three of us, I'm the least knowledgeable. The music. origin they say was '96. That does not mean that's when the first album came out. I think right. The first album was '97 or '98. No, '99. 90 Hold on, I'm on it. I'm gonna go with '99. That was when was it? Meteor. Or whatever You're wrong. I'm always wrong. 2000. Wow. Hybrid Theory. 2000. Hybrid Theory was their first album. Mm-hmm. Meteora was 2003. Damn. Hmm. Ripchester. And then they made. Transformer music. I got to say, from, like, bands and albums that came out from between, like, 2000 and, I'd say, 2004 are a complete blur to me. (laughs) Because that's, like, when you get, you know, like, your formative years for music and stuff, and you're like, wait a minute. So it it still trips me out that uh, 
both those albums came out when we were in middle school. Like, oh, gosh. Before Hybrid Theory, the album came out, they called themselves Hybrid Theory. Oh, that's cool. And then changed their name to Linkin Park. What's the origin of Linkin Park? Oh, I'm, not, I'm not sure if it was just convenient. Why are you there. asking? Why, how are we on? How dare you uh, ask questions? Silence, mortal. How are we um, on? Um. Oh, uh, LD and R story. Little LDR. Dickie you said to remind Roberts. you. The only note I wrote was LDNR story. You were very excited to. What were we talking about? You out of the blue posted that. Take better note. No, we were talking about. We had to have been talking about something which made me go, remind me to talk about LDR. It's in general. Hold on. I got to go to the. I oh, va- you're scrolling. I vaguely recall this. <laughs> oh, you know what? LDR. Hold on. I'm working on it. That was me yelling at Steve. But working on a kid, I'm trying. Big vampire lady. Love death and robots. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Real quick, uh, Dave Grohl is one of only two performers to have gotten in. Twice. Not just twice, but in their first year of eligibility. Wow. Oh, this would have been a Foo Fighters one? This oh, is the Foo Fighters so then first year. So then, so then there's two of them. Yep. Green Day and Foo Fighters. Wow, what a horrible group. And John, well, have, no, John Lennon, the Beatles got in in 88, their first year of Oh, okay. This seemed a little obvious. Yeah. And on the nose, I guess that makes sense. <laughs> That's why I'm like, wait, really? But it still pissed me off that Green Day on first yeah, year. Yeah, no reason. Do you think they'll have Mr. T? And the women? No, uh, Mr. What? T present the induction for the Foo Fighters. No, they're going to have... Foo. Uh, if they do it right, oh, they, I literally had no idea where you were going with yeah. that. I was like, "Is there a reference that I don't get?" No, 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 no. I know. No, no. I get the eighteen. If there's, if there's any, if there's any justice in the I world, pity the Foo Fighters. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. No, they should. What get, a terrible intro. Get, <laughs> pity the Foo Fighters for making it on first ballot. <laughs> they need to get Christopher Walken. So years ago, Walken was hosting SNL. And he goes backstage before the Foo Fighters' mm-hmm. first performance, and he's like, so what is the uh, the emphasis on? The Foo or the Fighters? And Dave's like, Fighters. <laughs> <laughs> so he comes out, and he's like, ladies and gentlemen, the Foo Fighters. <laughs> oh, That's pretty good. So if there's any justice in the world, Christopher Walken is just going to, like, shamble out and go, Years ago, I was with these guys. Really? The emphasis is really on fighters? I, no, I, I think he was just oh, messing okay, around. I was like, we all yeah. say foo fighters, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, well, that's the hold on, are name. we all super wrong? No, the funnier they, word. It's, uh, there's an interview with Dave about it. <laughs> he's just like, he's like, yeah, to have Christopher Walken just come up and ask that, I kind of got like thrown off because yeah. nobody's ever asked me that. <laughs> and when you have Christopher fucking Walken <laughs> asking, you, you got to come up with something. Oh, so I just God. said, fighters. <laughs> Um, Christopher Lee should be eventually an inductee. He he did death metal albums. The actor, yeah, I know, yeah, yeah, yeah. But was I he mean, culturally... the Christmas albums real good? Yeah, <laughs> was he culturally influential? In no, <laughs> not in music, <laughs> but he was culturally influential I'm, in other ways. So at that point, as, let's as, just have as a human. 100%. Let's just have random people. Inducted. I mean. In my opinion, why not? <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's all made up. Yeah. You got to get on the board. Yeah. You have a new goal in life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't. You just go. What apply. makes you feel good on the board? Christopher Lee. Yeah. <laughs> That's all you say. You don't say anything else. 
So, Nick, why do you want to be on? What makes you think you're qualified to be on us with us, the board of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? That's my answer. We literally had a whole bit that we just lined up. <laughs> you had to say two words. I don't and know you music. Stared at Steve in the face. Yes. <laughs> yep. You had to. Say- two words. Meme music. <laughs> two words. Booba booba. <laughs> Speaking Jesus of booba booba, people have already have already have um, SFMs. What? No. Wait. What? No, never mind. No. Um, no, what's that word? Uh, Animation? When you... Uh, Cosplay. Mod. Mods, Mods. for uh, Resident Evil 8. And oh, there's yeah. there's one that's... Uh, what is it called? Uh, what is it? Making uh, Lady Demesk extra thick. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking wild. So I saw the one of Thomas the Tank Engine. Yes. That's There's another one. that just makes the baby that's in the game, instead of having the baby's face, it's Chris Redfield's. Dude, I saw another <laughs> one. Talk where... about the baby. Oh, oh my, my God. God. No, not, no. Oh, God. No. We, we, nope. I people, saw... I, it's too soon to talk about the baby. Well, I have yet to see. So yeah, I, so oh, yes. Yeah, way. you're not allowed to look. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, we told oh. you what we're doing. You're literally not allowed. Oh, oh too late. You're... I watched like two parts of PewDiePie. That's fine. But... That's fine. But it was like the opening segment. It was you're all fine. action. Just, Trust me. If you don't know what we're talking about yeah. yet, then you're fine. Okay. Um, I did see a mod, though, where uh, Ethan has, for some reason, a fly swatter and slaps her ass. She turns around, and it's um uh the big stone man from the previous Resident Evils, or the big guy. I can't remember his name. Oh, Mr. X. Yeah, Mr. X's oh, face shit. instead of hers. Jeez. There's another one where it's Mr. X rescues Lady Demet. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what it, like what the game setting is because it's like, wait, what the hell's going Sorry. on here? Can uh, we just? Here's one thing that we will talk about because it's too. It's it's the game has not been out long enough for me to to want to talk about it yeah. anymore. His poor right arm. Yes, <laughs> dude. Capcom hates them, his right? hands. <laughs> it's the funniest. They go thing through ever. everything. Did you? I just found out. Yeah. Did you know in seven he can lose a yes. leg? Yeah. Oh, leg. Can. I'm not sure. I knew. Yes. His, I knew his. No, he can lose a leg. Wow. Like if he gets caught in one specific room with the dad, the dad takes the shovel and literally cuts his entire leg off. Walks into the other side of the room, and says. Come on, Ethan. You can get it, and you literally have to crawl over to grab to put your leg back on your body. Yeah, I didn't know that was a thing because I, I, I didn't happen to me. I was watching um, Jack Septicai's girlfriend mm-hmm. Gab Smolders do it, and I was like, "Wait, I didn't even know this room existed." Mm-hmm. Yeah, wild. Yeah, but they they the game really hates Ethan's hands. Dude, Ethan's uh, also a moron. Yeah. Just, so you're, you're, there's there is one thing. Uh, that people or that I should say people that I've watched play it have found out is um the shadow animations because it, it's real time that the animation of the shadow is a real shadow mm-hmm. you know placed mm-hmm. on the wall from the model well when Ethan crouches it's not that he's actually crouching it's that his I think it no 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 sorry um the, it's hard to explain, but his body folds in half. Yeah. <laughs> so he's yeah. not crouched. It's not like his le- knees are bending. Yeah. It's his like head going to crotch level. Dude. Yeah. Um, then the other one is uh, his arms. 
uh, when he's when you're if you quick swap guns real quick and just go around or your mm-hmm. inventory real quick, uh, he gains a third arm. <laughs> Amazing! <laughs> because the animation for putting away the pistol yeah. is takes longer than the animation to pull out a uh, two handed weapon. <laughs> so you see three arms holding <laughs> holding things on My the uh, favorite wall. Thing is like who holds a knife here? Well, yeah. that too. <laughs> It is so big. Yeah. Have I, you I seen the animation it, for him swinging the knife in the shadow at all? No. <laughs> I don't know about the shadow thing at all. Oh, it's great. Uh, when he goes to uh, he goes from holding a pistol with two hands to holding the knife, his left hand, arm immediately locks down to the side and back. Mm-hmm. So he's walking around with a knife out front and his left arm behind him. <laughs> and then when he swings, the his body doesn't actually move, so it's not like a cutting motion. It's just the arm in this in the ball socket going wild, <laughs> like <laughs> just I, flailing. I it's amazing. I love it. It's so good. A YouTube video I saw years ago where they tried to like if you took first person view and put it in real life, yeah, like a gun's like essentially like in your skull, yeah. like the, yep, like it makes I think no it, what, sense. Uh, there's two games that actually do it somewhat accurately. Alien Isolation, yeah. Because yeah. one, everything's one to one. But that's why I can talk about that game forever <laughs> and so ever. Good. But yeah, there's so much fun, goofy things like that. Uh, whoever wrote the lines for Ethan is a, is a hero. <laughs> the fact that the, the dialogue. I just love that the guy came back for another game. Like you realize that what you say is just bad, right? Like, like whoever, like <sighs> my favorite. Here's my 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 favorite part, and maybe I missed this. The first time you meet the fat guy. Yeah, Duke. 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 The first time you meet Duke. Or I'm sorry, not the first time. The, the first time you meet him in the house. Yep. And he's talking about, you know, where Rose is or whatever. And then he goes, well, seems the mistress of the house would have a blah, blah, blah. And then Ethan's like, Demetresque. And I was like, I don't think they ever actually said her name up until that point. Like, if you listen, oh. I don't think they ever actually say what her name is. You read it. I don't think they actively say out loud what it is. I'm trying to think about the... Uh... And apparently Romanians are saying that it's supposed to be Demetrescu. Like, the yeah. U is yeah, supposed to be actual, said. Yeah, there's a pronunciation war. Yeah. Oh, no. But I, as I recall, in the, like, in the scene... Yeah, I'm trying to think of, like, after, when they... After when the what's-his-face... Whole... Yeah, when they have, like, the whole talk. Yeah. yeah that's where I'm playing through I don't head. think he I don't... ever... I don't think they ever yeah. say her name. They just, yeah. like, make fun of each other, like, adults are talking. Like, I don't ever yeah. think that he, they ever say her name, but he knows what it is. Yeah. Which I just it, think is it, real it's funny. Sort of, it's like the whole... Um, uh, I can't think of the proper wording, but Ewoks. That word was never true. Yeah. Sad in Return of the Jedi, or even written down. Yeah, <laughs> there's yeah. no, no, there's no. Yeah. It wasn't. No until I think the toys. Yeah. Um. Yeah. yeah. I do enjoy because uh, so so the other popular thing going around right now is uh, the TV or, or the animated show on Amazon, Invincible. Well, I've heard of. And this. there's a meme going around where. Um, I think it's Mr. Invincible. No, I don't I don't know. Na- no, his name is uh, Omni-Man. Or um, his, yeah. his hero name is Omni-Man. J.K. Simmons voices the character, and there's another character that's beaten up in front of him, like laying on... It's his son. His son. Okay, there we go. On the rocks. And um, he's like pointing towards his head, and he's like, think, Mark, and blah, blah, blah. And then people just reword it to whatever meme, etc., or different. <laughs> and if for Resident Evil, Ethan's the one that's beaten up on the rock, and it's Lady 
them and she's like think ethan i'm like a 10 foot woman 900 pounds what do you think would happen if i sat on your face <laughs> so so wild um, uh, but i i do appreciate that the trailers for the game did make- not show the game yes yeah yes so good um yes we are going to be doing a series where Nick and Beck are going to... We're all going to be in on it. Yeah. Uh, but Nick and Beck, who have not seen uh, too much of the game, yeah, like, yeah. you got to stop because you're... Yeah. Nick, I showed Nick Beck doesn't one, do scary games, so we're Beck going to play this and so was, they can do it. What was it? I think it was part of the... Oh, gosh. Oh, it was... She. I'm watching a stream of it, and uh, she's like, so what's happening in this? I was like, oh, here, real quick, let me rewind to this point, and it's... This abridged version of the story so far, and all it is is the, the three guys playing the game going, well, my daughter's peaches, I just bought a fish, and the tall lady stepped on me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ethan, is that all? Yep. <laughs> I got to go do the thing now. <laughs> and there's a bunch of werewolves. I don't like the werewolves. <laughs> Dude. So wild. But my daughter's peaches. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> And so she's like, so that doesn't explain anything about what this game is. Yep. It's like, don't worry, I want you to go in blind. It's like because you're gonna you're gonna be deeply upsetted by this game, dude. <laughs> oh god! And you're... Nick's gonna have too much fun playing it because it's. I'd say it's more. It's more action than survival horror. I've heard someone oh, describe yeah. it where it's more of a walking sim where the only puzzles use gun on werewolf. Mm. No, the puzzles are actually pretty good. Okay, yeah, some of the puzzles are actually really good. Um. Yeah, it's definitely. I mean, and there is actually. It is not nearly as on the rails as I was expecting yeah. it to be, oh. or as nearly as much as Seven was. Seven was significantly more on the rails. Yes. I do vaguely remember that criticism. Um, and I will say there is a part where the game naturally does allow you to actually go back yeah. and explore, which is awesome. And you need to because that's where you get the good shit. Yeah. Hmm. Um. Anyways, All right, we're gonna we're, end, we're gonna end on this thing. Um, so love love death and robots on Netflix. If you haven't watched it, go watch season one. Mm-hmm. It's essentially a bunch of I don't know if it's considered an anthology or a yes. seriology. I never understand Ooh. the two difference. I don't get that. I don't know the difference between anthology the two. I think anthology means that it's uh, collection of stories. Yeah, collection of stories, but yeah, usually but don't have anything to do with each other or do usually have a common theme. So then, okay, so then is serialization the one that does not have anything like they're, they're, I always hear the two being used interchangeably and they mean two different things, but I don't know what they I've, mean off the top of my head. Okay. We're going to look it up. Whatever. Yeah. There's a bunch of these animated stories that take place in the future in general and they're all different people, but they all involve love, death or robots. That's the whole gimmick. Um, they're fit. Some of the, all, all of the animation is absolutely phenomenal and season two is coming out and it looks to be equally as wild and I'm super excited for it. So <laughs> we were talking about this in our Discord chat, and I now I've never had to tell you about this. So <laughs> Love, Death, and Robots Season 1 came out, I want to say, like, two, three days after I bought the house. Mm. So I am downstairs in the living room assembling furniture because we had to get stuff up. So we're sitting there watching, and I just I put it. On the TV, the nice big 70-inch TV downstairs. Mm-hmm. For the everyone who's not the two of you and who has listened and not been to my home, there's a giant window oh, directly no. b- on the other side of the room. 
So I'm watching. It's been hours. It's a, it's a, every episode is probably about 30 or so minutes. Uh-huh. I'm on like my third piece of furniture. I'm building a desk for Lara. And I get done, and we're getting a great, the story isn't that good, but the animation's out of this world about this essentially Japanese prostitute that works in this super ridiculous back alley sex yep. palace, whatever. Um, but she's being chased by whatever. Just just watch it. But the animation is great. But it is easily the most sexual one of them all. And that's the whole point. And there's this whole thing where, like, they get in there and there's this weird BDSM stuff going on. And it's just, it's a wild thing to watch. And, like, I stopped building. I was like, I don't know what's going on right now because it's crazy. And the episode ends and I get I get up. My table's done. I go to move it. And I go, oh, no. I have a very old couple that lives behind me, and we did not have curtains up at the time because we didn't buy them yet. So they saw a lot of things that their new young neighbors are watching watching pornography on a very large TV in the middle of the day. (laughs) (laughs) It never came up in conversation, but I don't know if they noticed. I hope to God they did. uh, (laughs) The episode with the... uh the weird monster fighting. The first episode? Is that the first episode? The very first yeah. episode is the best and needs its own show. Yes. Um, so I remember watching that with the windows open, you know, but blinds down and the volume on that loud because I was mainly cooking. And I didn't realize there were people sitting on my patio. So all they hear is just people getting eviscerated. <laughs> and they drop some hard language in that yeah, one. Yeah, they do. Um a lot of hard language in that one. <laughs> but the volume was loud enough where I get a knock on the door with somebody asking, is everything all right in there? Do, do, do you need us to call the police? <laughs> because they thought I was beating a woman. <laughs> Watch the show and you'll know exactly yeah. what we're talking about. So, uh, yeah, on that note, uh, good night, everybody. It's time to lose control and get a little emotional. It's ending now, but hold on. 